Hello, podcast listeners. I hope you're all doing well, wearing your mask, staying safe, not having huge gatherings, whatever it is. And if you are not wearing your mask, still just be careful, be aware of those around you, all that kind of good stuff. Welcome to my first podcast since returning to Anchor. And if you're wondering who I am, just call me Fuswa. Just call me Fuswa. I want to get straight into my topic for today, Sunday, December 13, 2020. But I have to give you this um, disclaimer first. I'm no medical doctor. I'm not a, a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I don't even work in the medical field. This is a medical topic. And I just put the information out based on the things that I have experienced. It's not the same as your experience or it may be. I don't know, but just know that this is not coming from a medical expert. I feel like one, but I'm not one. And also, if you get easily grossed out, when you start talking about stuff coming up and bowel and all that kind of good stuff, you may not want to listen to this. We will talk a little bit about that. It won't just be a whole poop conversation, but just know it will come up. Okay. But a question for you. First question for you. Have you ever eaten so much you later felt as if you were having a heart attack? I mean, your arm goes numb. Your chest feels like it's ripping into pieces. Okay. And and you just don't know if you need to just go ahead and call 911. Go to the ER. Now, this topic is about a disease that over 3 million people actually suffer from. This disease isn't known to cause death, but you may feel like it. It's not something that only old folks get. Young people get this as well. I know for me, I had a cough that that made me want to just get hit by a truck. I'm so serious. I was coughing all of the time and I just wanted to just bash my head or just go play in traffic and get hit by a truck so I would stop coughing I had this disease just that bad I this was so bad for me that doctors initially thought I had either bronchitis or asthma I did the breathing treatments I was on Advariol the disc and then the disc was choking me out so bad that they gave me an Advair inhaler I even had a rescue inhaler or, or uh, what's it called a buterol I had one of those. This disease is actually a digestive disease in which food and sometimes bile, that stuff, literally poop, that is just sitting in your intestines and it comes back up through the stomach and it finds its way back up through your throat. It comes up from from the stomach and and it irritates the esophagus. And I'm talking about acid reflux. Some cases, GERD, gastro, esophageal, reflux disease gastro stomach stuff esophagus goes into the esophagus reflux that backflow it backs up and it's a disease it literally is a disease okay it's literally it is treatable it's usually self-diagnosable now for me it wasn't that easy because i didn't know what was wrong with me why i could not stop coughing i had to tell people that i did not have tb now, and not being funny, now, if my GERD is acting up, I have to tell people that I don't have COVID. 
that's how bad my coughing would get. People have different symptoms, but some of the main symptoms seem to be just burning, especially after you eat, when you burp and that stuff comes up and it burns your throat and it gets really bad after you lay down. Have you ever just laid down and start <coughs> and, and getting <coughs> that coughing in your throat that's bothering you and that stuff is coming up? And your chest is sizzling or your throat is sizzling, all that kind of good stuff. You burp and that stuff comes up. And and especially, you know, straight from the bottom of your stomach. This is why one of one of the risk factors is gonna be weight gain because your stomach is pushing into all of your your stuff and it's coming back up, refluxing, flowing back up. Nausea. Um, some people just get this funky taste in their mouth, and some people get a cough. I have the chronic cough of GERD, and and it feels like food is always stuck in my throat. That's what GERD can feel like. Something's always stuck in your throat. So again, you <coughs> and you clearing your throat, <coughs> and and even laryngitis. I've coughed so bad, and my throat has been so bad that laryngitis is one of my symptoms. Even asthma type symptoms I've had. I've passed out because it was like I just couldn't get any air. Now, the correlation of, of GERD and a heart attack, for me, is on point. Because when I eat beef, if I eat a steak, I have heart attack type symptoms. My chest rips. My arm goes numb. My fingers tingle. All kinds of stuff. If I ever have a real heart attack, Lord knows I don't want one. But I will be more than likely to blame it on my reflux. That's how, how it gets for me. Um, You know, one of the risk factors, again, like I said, overweight, obese. Y'all, I was, I'm not, I'm not going to tell y'all how much I was weighing. But just know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like 600 pound life type of, of overweight, but I did need to lose a few pounds. And I, I did because I, I had to, I had to. Um, so overweight, obesity. I'm gonna to try to say this in a nice way. Delayed doing number two. <laughs> okay. If you're not pooping right, if that poop I have a sluggish system and not to get too, you know, personal out there for real, but if you have a sluggish digestive system, it bothers your reflux. That's a ri- huge risk factor. Okay, if you don't poop enough. It stays in your stomach. I I actually know someone who was not going to the bathroom and she literally started throwing up bile. This is stuff that comes out of your intestines back up through the stomach. It got to come out somewhere. So if you're not pooping it out, it's going to back up so bad that it's going to come out through your mouth. So you are vomiting poop. Okay. That's why I'm telling again, it, it gets a little gross, but you, you it has to come out. So if you have delayed number two, certain foods, of course, we know hot food can set that off. Mexican food, love Mexican food, but sometimes it kind of bothers me. Those are just a few of the risk factors, and there are ways to test if you actually have GERD. They do this cool little thing called a Bravo chip, and it tests the, it has a little pH monitor thing to it. So they kind of halfway knock you out. They put this chip down in your stomach and it measures the, the pH. And I had a little clip on the side, kind of like a 
case let me be and every time i would cough or burp i had to click my little button and it would do its measuring so that's just one of the many tests i had a tube stuck down my nose going into my stomach to measure this was all before i actually had the surgery for it and i'll talk a little bit about the surgery but yeah it's very uncomfortable very uncomfortable but they do a lot of different tests to make sure that it's GERD because some people have it just that bad. I had a super bad case of, of GERD and I still deal with it. It's much better. I don't choke out as much. Hey, when your food chokes you out, just think about it. It might be that reflux acting up. Sleeping with um, pillows, elevate, that can help some people definitely lose weight. If you're overweight and it's bothering your reflux, you need to think about, okay, Maybe I need to lose a few pounds. You know if you need to lose pounds. Skinny people can deal with it too. But hey, gain, gaining too much weight puts that pressure on that stomach. You're more likely to push that food back up into your throat. Burn your esophagus. Okay, so think about that. Over-the-counter meds. I think Gaviscon. For me, Gaviscon is the absolute best. It knocks it out. When I'm having that heart attack type feeling, I get some Gaviscon. Not even five minutes later, I'm feeling better. My arm quits hurting, my chest quits ripping, and I just feel better. There are other over-the-counter. If your doctor tells you to take Prozac, Nexium, or what, any of those other, you can to take it if it works for you. If it works. There are lawsuits and all kinds of stuff about those meds, but if your doctor gave it to you, Hey, take it. I'm just saying, again, for me, it doesn't work. None of that. I stopped taking all of that stuff. I stopped taking all of it because it was not working for me. None of them were working for me. Okay. What I did finally get done is called a Nissan Fun Duplication Wrap. Sometimes you may hear it called a laparoscopic Fun Duplication Wrap. You may just call it a wrap, Nissan wrap. But what it is, is a procedure. Very, not, not a lot of in, invasive. So it's minimally invasive. They take your stomach, the top of your stomach, and wrap it around your esophagus. Because what happens is when that stuff is coming back up, your esophagus, that that's sphincter there that little opening between the stomach and the esophagus is not staying closed it doesn't close back so as long as it's open stuff is going to keep coming back up so when you when you wrap that around it when your when your stomach is wrapped around it, it it stops that from staying open the only downside to that is you can't you can't throw up and the pressure i've had moments because look check this out y'all i get car sick Okay, I get car sick. So we're talking the worst case of motion sickness that I've had coming from Atlanta. This was probably 2, 3 in the morning on 75. I was actually driving, but the road looked like a roller coaster. And I started getting like, ooh, ooh, I'm going to hurl, I'm going to hurl. And I was on the side of 75 this time of the morning, dry heaving my head off i was laid out for three days after that because it just drained me nothing comes up that is the downside to the needs and wrap 
Okay, you can't throw up, but I promise you, I felt so much better after I had that surgery. You can't eat a lot. After about two years, you can you can start going back to your normal eating, but if you're not careful, you'll gain all that weight back. You'll lose a lot of weight, especially if you combine that with exercise. Okay. Another procedure is this thing called a lynx. It's some type of weird thing that looks like a chain that they put on your esophagus and it uh, it, it opens and closes as you swallow. You know, it's so cool. I've I've seen it, the the protocols of it. I've seen those the not the protocol, y'all. Come on, the prototypes. I've seen the prototype of it, and it's so cool. And I know a young man who actually has a link, and he loves it. Me, I don't think I want a link because I'm I get a little more paranoid. Like, is this thing gonna open and close right? It's gonna get stuck, and food's just gonna be sitting in my throat. You know how our mind plays tricks on us. But the knees and wrap worked awesome for me. I had a super awesome doctor. Oh man, he's super awesome. But that's that's the downside to to that knees and wrap. You you would not be able to throw up. Okay, but it works wonderful. The links you can you can throw up. You can do all of that kind of stuff. But it closes and opens as it needs to. As you're eating, you you need to you know be able to. Let your throat open and close. So the links is a, is really um, a good procedure also. Okay. Now, like I said, this is just a little something. So you can talk about, you know, these symptoms with your doctor. If you're having reflux symptoms, if you think that you might need surgery. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, y'all. Go talk to your own doctor. Find out if, you know, if you need to stay away from peppermint, they are food. Peppermint, chocolate, and caffeine are the worst things for reflux. Now that part came from a doctor. Not good because they all keep that esophagus open and allow stuff to come back up. You know when you're choking out, you just cough. <laughs> you just keep coughing, 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 and people give you peppermint. Guess what? They're not having your reflux. If it's reflux and not something else, that peppermint. It's not good for reflux. Chocolate, not good for reflux because as it's going down, it keeps it open because it's hard for it to close back up because it's already weak from all that burning. So you drink that coffee, it's going to do the same thing. It's going to keep that open and allow that stuff to come back up. Anyway, go see your doctor and get more information about reflux if you have it really really bad i would suggest you go see your doctor keep taking on medications but that's only gonna be temporary go see your doctor okay i hope somebody finds this very helpful and and just you know be be healthy do more about taking care of that acid reflux so that's it for today. That's it for today. Now, next week or my next podcast is definitely going to be a little more on the X-rated side. I told y'all I don't have a particular platform. I, there are too many things that I like to talk about. That's why I just go by Call Me Fuswa. And you can go from there. Fuswa is bound to talk about anything. But going back next week or my next podcast will be a little more on the X-rated side. And, um, 
You don't want kids to hear this. This is not going to be a conversation for your grandmama. Then again, maybe grandmama knows some things that we don't know. Okay? But join me next week. Okay? And just to give you a little heads up, we will probably call the next podcast when men are players and women are hoes. I know it sounds so ratchet and it might be a little ratchet but we're going to talk about sex and and the taboo of of sexual encounters between men and women why is it different when men have a lot of partners and when women have a lot of partners and things that men like to do and women like to do and maybe a little s&m and a little more dominate whatever all of that kind of good stuff. So be on the lookout for the listen out <laughs> for my next podcast. This is Fuswall. Y'all be good. Take care of each other. Love each other. Talk to your family. If you haven't talked to each other in a long time, go make go make up. Make up right now. Be good to each other. People are checking out of here too fast. Be good to each other. Check on each other. All of that. Just be kind. Be a great person. Have the audacity to be great. Have the audacity to be the bigger person. Have the audacity. Have the nerve. Have the gall to be more than people think that you will ever meant to be. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. <laughs>